you keep trying to move forward and uh, all you do is get tripped up and you keep asking yourself why why can't i why can't i just move forward why the hell does this thing just seem to cycle why do i feel like i'm on buffer the name of the game is not just move forward but the name of the game is do the damn thing and do the damn thing now while you can Welcome to Build the Damn Thing, a place where myself, Tiffany Largi, and our amazing Do the Damn Thing coaches show you how to use your story to build it all. Whether it's your first six figures, your next layer of multiple six figures, or maybe you're on your way to a million. And if it's not that, it's the life of your dreams, where you are free, you are strong, and you are whole. We're going to show you how to use your story to build a strong foundation. And then next, we're going to show you how to use your story in sales and marketing to clean up the cracks. And last but not least, we're going to show you how to use your story to gather people. Because the truth of the matter is that there's nothing stronger than being connected to people who just understand you as you are where you are so you can stop explaining yourself. I want to remind you that now that you're here, you are home, and I officially welcome you to our family. All right, let's get started. So how do you forgive? Now, even though this is not an episode, a, a, a conversation from me to you about your willingness to forgive, it is a conversation from me to you about a decision that I need you to make. And the reason why is because you, in order to get out of this buffer, right, like we're moving along, we're doing a lot of things, we feel like we've made progress, and then we look around and we say, what the hell? Forgiveness. Out of the left corner of our eye, we are spending all this time either watching someone else, looking out for someone else, and when I say looking out, making sure that they are not attacking us, or we're tiptoeing around a situation. I know from experience that I got to six figures by working hard, right? Knocking on doors, doing the same thing day in and day out, even though I was crazy tired. But we get to the next, next, and next level by making a decision to bring all of ourselves to the table. In order to bring your whole self to the table, you can't be operating in isolated pieces, nor can you be in a state of maybe sort of kind of. You are either doing the damn thing or you are not. And that's not just an action, that's in emotion as well. I hate to talk about emotion and make you feel like, oh, Tiffany, but is this whole thing going to be about how I feel? And the answer is yes. Yes, it is. Let me tell you why. Because on my way to seven figures and now today building a worldwide brand, because it's not even about seven figures. It's really about... Um, being able to sit inside of a movement, being able to watch your heart's deepest desires be out in front of you, being able to watch yourself uh, be front and center in the ideas that you have had floating around for a really long time. Because if we get to the end of this life and we don't even get to make those things happen, like, what are we doing? Now, for me, I realized that there was a really big period of time where my emotions were just tripping me up ridiculously. And I, and I didn't really, I didn't want to acknowledge it. I felt myself being really angry with um, certain situations. And I say certain situations, it could be family members, it could have been uh, significant others, it couldn't have even been customers and clients. But most of the time it was in a situation in which I felt like I got the short end of a stick. Have you ever felt like you got the short end of a stick? 
In the last three, four years, I've poured myself into a handful of relationships, some intimate relationships. And I mean intimate. I don't mean we're going to bed. I mean where you're te- telling them the deepest, darkest secrets kind of stuff. And I, and, and I thought that we were in a place or I was in a place of safety. But it's so possible to wake up one day, and which it did for me, to wake up and to find myself not in a place of safety, but feeling moments of insecure like I felt decades ago. Because either they showed me a sign that they I couldn't trust them as much as they I could. I showed they showed me um, that I was only going to matter as much or as fast as I could deliver or give them something. And they made me feel like I and my emotions and my interests were temporary. This particular episode is going to be a conversation between me and you where we decide, make decisions, and I show you the three things that um, emotionally I need you to get rid of or to do so that you can take yourself to the next level. Because believe it or not, your emotions and how you feel And I don't mean how you feel in terms of are you happy or sad right now. I mean how you feel in terms of what's your outlook. Well, how strong do you feel in comparison to? You know, this idea that we can um, uh, feel really, really good and or we can feel sort of good is just not the play. But what is the play is us being in the midst of um, saying, you know what, I don't need you. My very first step to getting myself together emotionally was rooted in me and my ability to look at the moment and say, I I don't need you. A couple of years ago, there was a person who really wanted my interest and I felt like we had a really strong, amazing relationship. And we did. And I say for relationship, I really should use the word friendship, but it was a relationship. And we did. But as time and time went on, I realized that I would only be valuable if I could provide a resource to them. If I came to their plate with uh, someone I knew, if I was going to pay them to do something. And it was really discouraging because they played a game of manipulation with me where they made me feel like, well, that's just the name of the game. But if you really wanted to be my friend, then that's what you would do. Before I knew it, I found myself in this cycle of doing things for this person. And and they gave me the illusion that they were doing things in return. You ever been there? Where you feel like you're giving something your all and, and the person gives you an illusion, but they did it on purpose because they had a pattern, a history, and a knowledge around manipulation. Now, manipulation can come in so many different forms because manipulation comes and it looks like it is just black and white, right? Where you have the used car salesman and they are doing or saying all types of things in order to get you or to, to get you to entertain, taking the car, taking the item. But manipulation doesn't exactly look like that. Manipulation could be someone who knows exactly how to play on the specific either weaknesses of you. They highlight the weaknesses instead of highlighting your strength. That's really something to look at. Anybody who plays on your weakness versus playing on your strengths, talking to your weaknesses versus talking to your strengths, those are the people, those are the moments, that is the place in which I say, hey, 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 hey. Manipulation has a really strong way of making you feel like you are still, um, you, you, you should be the fortunate one. And so therefore, because you feel like you should be the fortunate one, you do things a little bit differently. You take care of yourself second versus taking care of yourself first. 
Now, there's a temptation, depending on the level of closeness of that relationship, to say, oh, well, you know what? I'm just going to distance myself from them. I'm just going to do things a little bit differently. I'm just not going to talk to them as much. You know what I'm going to tell you? You should cut them off. As much as you may think right now that you need a whole bunch of people in order to make yourself or your circle go round, the truth is that you don't. You don't need those things to make your circle go round. You need you to make your circle go round. But you can't have yourself if you are succumbed to a cycle of manipulation because then you're never sure of the steps that you're taking. You're constantly questioning yourself. And often the manipulator becomes an absolute beast at making you feel like you're the problem. So when you feel like you're the problem, then you do things like you're the problem. And then you don't do things like you're the winner. You see the difference? I really don't want you to be predicated on saying to yourself, you know what, well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to move away from that relationship. No, I'm asking you, I'm, making, I'm asking you to make a decision. And we're going to go through three things. This is just number one. The other two I'm going to go through real quick because I know for a fact, I know for a fact that somewhere inside of this, you're hearing me. If you're still here, you're hearing me and you're like, whoa, whoa, you need to cut it off completely. And when I say cut it off completely, I really mean like you need to get rid of that relationship. You should be deleting them from your Facebook account. Yes, go that far. I know. Can we really let go of someone on Facebook? Because that's when it becomes official. Not when we delete or block them from our phone. Do you need to have a conversation with them about it? No. Do you need to ease your way into, hey, well, I'm going to be making this move because this is why it's happening? No. The relationship I was talking to you about the other day, I, I literally abruptly woke up one day and I was like, oh, I'm done. And at that moment, I made a decision to move myself away from anything associated with the person. Because I realized that sometimes darkness has a way of creeping into the light or to try to suffocate the light and it doesn't even know or, or the, the light doesn't even know that it's happening. Because manipulation is a very strong thing. And I don't, want you, I don't want you to think that manipulation is stronger for a man versus a woman. I can't, I can't speak to that. I'm just a woman, right? I'm just a woman. No, I am a woman. <laughs> but, but in the essence of it, I say to you that, you know, you, your, your number one responsibility and your number one, like, role in the game is to keep your whole head intact, to keep it crazy intact, to keep your emotions intact. And you can't do it if you're being manipulated either by a situation or a specific person. Number two. I want you to consider this for a moment. I want you to consider the fact that not only um, are you, uh, do you have a destination to get to, but you can't get there if you hang out in gray areas. For example, if I said to myself, you know what, I really, truly need to, um, I really need to find a way to uh, physically get myself uh, together. And because that's what I desperately need to do. But then, but then you kind of sort of work out or you kind of sort of start eating differently. If you stay in the middle in that situation, you put yourself in like a mind-mental warfare. And it's horrible. Because this mind-mental warfare, all it does is plague you. It plagues you because it makes you feel like you should be doing something, you're not doing it. And then you know what you start to feel? Guilt. You cannot move forward feeling guilty because guilt is like a weight. That thing holds you down. It holds you 
back. It holds you still. You don't need to be still. Not now. Not at this moment. You were still already. You need to be in motion. You need to be active. You need to be doing the damn thing. So in order to do that, you know what you like, like, I want you to think to yourself that you're the guilt is something you have to get rid of. So statement number two from me to you, get rid of guilt, all of it. There was a time in which I felt really guilty about uh, how my kids lived. I spent the first six years with uh, my ex-husband and he was, he just put me in a cycle. I was constantly mentally in like my own mental warfare as a woman. Because he made me feel like I wasn't enough. I wasn't doing all the right things. I was doing all the wrong things. If it wasn't broken glass, it was a broken door. If it wasn't that he was unbelievably angry, he was breaking something. Now, the truth is that he never broke an arm or he never broke a part of my body. I don't want anyone to think that he beat me. beat me. Um, but you can be beaten emotionally. You could also have the world falling apart around you. And what's real for me is that I felt guilty because I didn't leave year one. I stayed there for six years, even though half of that time he was running the streets. I stayed there for six years because I had been manipulated. (laughs) I'm laughing about it um, because I'm like, wow, even even as I'm talking with you and we're having this conversation, I'm realizing the power of manipulation. He, He used to tell me all the time that people didn't like me. I was strange. He would tell me all the time that, you know, um, almost make me feel like I, I should feel grateful that he's the one who's here because I'm so strange and odd that most people won't like me. And so even though it was so bad and most of my days were in tears because of him, him breaking something, if it wasn't that, then we couldn't pay the rent because he was by like he bought an eight ball or he the money flew out the window. It was always a story and we couldn't pay our rent consistently. And so therefore, I found myself in this cycle, but I also stayed because I was being manipulated to believe that inside of this hellhole was better than being on the outside where people would hurt me more than however I was being hurt. So it's almost like I settled for the less of two evils. Getting rid of um, guilt is so important. I found myself constantly feeling guilty when Jada turned turning seven, eight, nine started going to school. Yes, I made some money, but I felt really guilty about what I had allowed her to see. If you if you could just entertain the idea that you're going to get rid of guilt, then you can entertain the idea that not that you're going to be guilt-free or you're going to be rid of it, but you're going to be at peace with it. You're going to say to yourself, it was what it was. And then you have to ask yourself, okay, great. Well, what am I going to do now? Number three, charge it to the game. There are so many things that have happened and you want to try to sift through them and figure out why it happened. And don't, don't get me wrong. I want you to get the lessons. I want you to have all the lessons that you need from the things that have happened. But I also need you to make a decision and look at what was. Make a decision about what was in this moment. You could do this in the next 20 minutes and be rid and over. And then I want you to make a decision about yourself. And in in that, you literally say, well, I'm just going to charge this to the game. I'm going to charge this to the game. And that's it. Because if you can just make a decision to charge it to the game, and that means that you say, it's like, I think it's like a basketball term. If you charge it to the game, then basically you say, at this moment, I'm going to be at peace with it. The, The amount of money that you lost, the relationship that didn't work out. 
the uh, the the uh, the the resource. Maybe like you lost a couple of customers, you you lost clients. Like I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, you you literally have to at this moment let go of it, charge it to the game. It was part of the process of winning, so it is what it is. I've had to do that with money. I mean, like I've talked about it. There was a year in which I just looked the other way. Even though I thought I was at the top of my game, I looked the other way, focusing on the wrong things and not staying true to my own values and principles, especially when it comes to people and managing people and people on our team and et cetera. And I let my guard down. It cost me over $250,000 at the end of the year when I thought that I was winning. I was so pissed. But, you know, after a couple of days of trying to figure, well, how did this happen and getting the lessons? And I did. I got the lessons. I had to charge it to the game. Can you imagine what would have happened to me if I spent the next four months wallowing over the 250000 Yes, I'd have every right to be pissed. I'd have every right to be upset. I'd have every right to be emotionally like, fuck. But what I do know, what I'm stupidly clear on, is that my ability to take a deep breath, to look at myself in the mirror, to charge it to the game, to get the lessons, and then to go back to building, that's the win. So, you know, I, I, I hope that this I hope that this time that we spent together, literally you hear my heart and you hear my heart and my deepest desire is simply for you to let it all go and just win. Just let it go and win. Be done with the manipulation. Let go of the guilt and charge it all to the game. I hope that episode was amazing for you and you are closer to building the damn Because the truth of the matter is that the person who wins is not the person who gets there first. It's the person who takes action first. Now, I've got a gift for you, and it is at www.strackedhustle.com. It is imperative that you run there and you see all types of goodies, starting with the seven must-haves that you've got to put when telling your story. There is so much deliciousness awaiting for you. I would love nothing more than for you to go ahead and give us a thumbs up and a five-star review on not just this episode, but this entire series of how do you build the damn thing. Like always, if there's anything that we can do to make your weekday or month better, please let us know. And more importantly, I can't wait to see you live. Whether it's at Do The Damn Thing Live or in one of our communities, or maybe you're just hanging out with us on social media. What I know to be true is that I am meant to connect with you somewhere, and I can't wait for that day to happen. And more importantly, I can't wait to see what you built. 